I'm Sally MacDonald, I'm Director of Museums and Public Engagement at UCL. When the original architect, William Wilkins, designed this building, he designed it with an aperture in the ceiling of this gallery so that visitors could see up into the iconic dome, but also so that light would filter down from above. And that was really important in a time before artificial lighting. In 1847, the family of the famous neoclassical artist John Flaxman donated a large body of work from the artist studio to UCL. My name is Nina Perlman and I manage UCL Art Museum. At the same time, UCL's second architect, Thomas Donaldson, was busy making modifications and additions to William Wilkins' original plan. When the Flaxman Gallery was being created, that oculus was covered over so that the statue of St Michael could have a, a fitting place in the centre of the Flaxman Gallery. What this current design does is unites the best parts of both of those earlier schemes so that St Michael, the statue of St Michael, now stands on a glass plinth. It's very much the centre of the architectural composition of the Flaxman Gallery but you've got that visibility again between the ground floor and the first floor and that sense of spaciousness and light. And you've got this fabulous new exhibition space. So we've really united the best of UCL's heritage with really contemporary 21st century thought. What we wanted was a space where we could showcase some of UCL's most wonderful collections but also where we could highlight some of our cutting-edge research. So it's kind of a dialogue between the past and the present and a place where visitors really can get a feel for what UCL's thought about in the past and what we're thinking today. In 1922, the statue of St Michael overcoming Satan entered what we might call a, a nomadic phase. Photographs from 1937, we see the sculpture out on the portico. Leading up to its departure from the university in 1972, when it went on long-term loan, along with other models, to the V&A. In 1941, the university and this particular site experienced severe damage from bombing during the war. There was damage to the dome and damage to the gallery. The absence of St. Michael from the gallery, in fact, is what saved the sculpture. St. Michael finally returned in 1994. We wanted to do this because previously this space was very much a thoroughfare. It was just a space that people walked through on their way to somewhere else. And now I think it's somewhere that's a real destination. It's somewhere that people can stop and look and be inspired. And we really feel it's going to be a, a space that's going to change and reflect UCL's current concerns. A, a space which, which students are going to find really stimulating as well, um, but also that visitors to UCL for the first time are going to get a real feel for what UCL's about.